Welcome to the Doctors Hospital Podcast. I'm your host, Alexis Burrows, Marketing Director at Doctors Hospital. So April is celebrated as Occupational Therapy Month, um, and as a part of that celebration, we felt it only made sense to bring two of our occupational therapists at the hospital in our rehab department onto the podcast to talk about all things occupational therapy with a a particular um, look at ergonomics. Obviously, in the past two years, there's been a lot of people who've been moved into working from home and those sorts of things. So it's an interesting conversation to have. So joining us today on the podcast, we have Ms. Novia Neely, who is our rehab manager and an occupational therapist. And we have Ms. Amy Ator, who is a senior occupational therapist here at Doctors Hospital in our rehab department. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you, Alexis. Before we get started, Here's some information about Doctors Hospitals Pharmacy's new initiative, Pick Up Now, Pay Later. Doctors Hospitals Pharmacy introduces a new spin on prescriptions called Pick Up Now, Pay Later. That's right, you can collect your medications first and pay after. How does it work? Step one, submit a prescription online. Step two, select a pickup site. Step three, collect your medication. And step four, pay online within 14 days. For more info, call us at 242-302-4785 or visit us at doctorshost.com. So ergonomics is obviously kind of a, you know, it might be a a bit of a a technical word for some uh, of the people listening to this show. So Amy, can you just give me a breakdown, just broad strokes, what does ergonomics mean? Uh, Sure, Alex. So Alexis, I should say, um, ergonomics comes from the Greek word, word um, ergo meaning work. So ergonomics is an applied science concerned with designing, changing, and tailoring your environment and activities to you and your individual needs. So in layman's term, it is how the worker can fit in the work environment. So the goal of ergonomics is to increase comfort and efficiency, increase work safety and productivity, and reduce work-related injury. Okay. Yeah, so I know um, this is going to be an interesting conversation for me because I've been working from home for a fair amount in the last year or two, um, and I know my my posture and all of all of that just sucks. So I'm I'm listening attentively to to this conversation as much as I'm taking part in it um, for my own benefit. Um, so Zenobia, from a fundamental standpoint, what are what is the or what are the primary tenets of good ergonomics? So there are several principles of ergonomics. Um, The first one I'd like to go through is just maintaining a neutral position at your workstation. So whether you're sitting or standing or combination of the two, depending on the task that you're completing at work, you want to always maintain good posture. So for example, your head and neck should be upright and facing forward. I think 90, 90, 90. So the 90 degrees at your hips, knees, and ankles when you're in a seated position. 
Also, your arms should be positioned outside of your trunk or torso, and the keyboard should be kept flat or just below elbow level to maintain a neutral position at your hands, wrists, and forearms. Also, if you're at a standing workstation, wearing supportive shoes um, is always important. And you want to pay attention to how your body responds as you transition from one position to the next. Then uh, the second principle would be um, to decrease excessive force. Um, and this can have a, a variation of a variation of ways that you can decrease excessive force. So we can do this through using maybe anti-vibration gloves if you are required to use an equipment where there is a lot of vibration. In some organizations or workplaces, you can use a trolley for carrying and lifting heavy load. Also, just tight lessening the tight grip on tools and equipment is something that you want to be mindful of and getting proper education on lifting techniques, um, how to reduce the load and make frequent trips as opposed to carrying heavy objects all at one time. Um, other areas or important principles of ergonomics um, involve, involve adjusting your chair um, or your desk height if that's a feature of your office equipment. Um, and this will allow you know, good support of the lower back. Um, you can also use a lumbar support or pillow if necessary just to help you keep that upright posture. We also want to avoid stressful angles. Um, especially to the to the neck, lower back, again, those hands, the wrist and fingers. And so uh, particularly when we think about um, stress on the neck, you want to make sure that your display de de device is aligned and properly positioned um, at the eye level. Let's say about 18 to 24 inches in arm's length away from you. Also reducing unnecessary motions. So your neck, for example, should not be moving left to right and up and down frequently in order to view your display or monitor. If necessary, you can just tilt your monitor slightly down or sideways to prevent glare. The position of your monitor should reduce eye squinting and also most importantly, your neck, your neck strain. We can also keep materials within easy reach and leave adequate clearance. So that will involve um, positioning your physical devices where they can be easily accessed without breaking any of the neutral position rules that we spoke about previously. You want to oh keep boy. your organ, your, so, your environment organized, um, reduce the clutter ahead. as much as you can, making sure that everything is in place um, and in reach. Okay. Boy, I, I'm listening. Um, I'm listening to this and I'm just like, wow. You know, I, I knew we were getting ready to record this podcast. I actually got um, a, a mount for my desk at home to properly adjust my, my screen. Because I know I'm like, so nobody of those are going to come on this podcast and they're going to talk through all of this. And I can look at myself and be like, I'm not doing any of this stuff right. Um, so I'm glad I got some tips now to, to try and figure that out in terms of my own um workspace. But Amy, can you answer for us why all of this is so important to overall quality of life? Because I mean, you know, we're talking about ergonomics, but why does it matter? 
Yeah, it is really important to know ergonomics um, because, Alexis, uh, most of the time um, we spend more time at work than our in our home, right? So mm -hmm. if we have a very good workstation environment, we are less haggard and we can return to our home with still energy and passion to perform our other non-work related responsibilities and activities. Mm -hmm. uh, those include like homemaking, childcare, and doing our hobbies. And with good ergonomic workstations, there are less physical and mental stress for the workers, which in turn will increase other, or I should say, increase work satisfaction and less injury. The other benefits of workplace ergonomics, um, it, it will improve productivity, improve employee engagement, and create a better safety culture. So it's not only for work per se, but also to the overall quality of life of the of the worker. Okay. Um... And I mean, obviously, I, I guess thinking through it, that, that does make sense because um, I get the impression that if your your posture and, and the way you're sitting and all of that stuff, slouching, that sort of thing can uh, impact and affect the, you know, your overall quality of, of how you work and, and the physical stress that it may come from having bad posture, all of those things then spills over into your outside of work life. Um, yeah, exactly. So, um, I see how that makes sense. Um so Zenovia, um, locally, you know, looking around at workplaces here, and I guess considering even the people who are working from home, you know, where are we, how are we doing with ergonomics in the Bahamas? Um, and in your opinion, are, you know, companies making an effort to ensure that the workspaces for their staff, you know, and I guess even individuals, the living spaces, um, if they're working from home, are conducive to good ergonomics? Um, Alexis, I would say that there is definitely more awareness and education needed in regards to ergonomics in the workspace, but in, in every environment that we work in. However, I believe that as individuals are becoming more conscious of their general health and wellness, the demand for the service is trending upward. Particularly, mm -hmm. there has been an increase in the interest of ergonomic assessments, um, especially as a result of the pandemic. More individuals, as you mentioned previously, are working from home and they need to have a dedicated and functional workspace. And so organizations um, have been reaching out to the rehab department uh, with their interests, expressing their interest to educate their staff, um, on the proper equipment and the proper education as it regards, um, you know, the right posture, um, friendly office furniture, uh, um, friendly ergonomic office furniture and accessories mm -hmm. um, to improve the overall health and well-being of their employees. So I would say that we're, while there is room for more education um, and definitely more assessments need to be made. I think that um, it's a positive, it seems to be a positive general outlook on where we're going with ergonomics in the Bahamas. Okay, um, quick follow-up question for you. Is that a service that the rehab department provides? Like if, if I'm a a business owner or a business manager, can I come to the doctor's hospital rehab department and say, hey, can you guys come in and do an assessment of our workplace to see if we have, you know, good ergonomics in terms of chairs, desks, that sort of thing? Is that, is that a service that you provide? 
most definitely Alexis. And we have had um, organizations, um, companies that have already reached out to us and we have um, given um, presentations on mm -hmm. general ergonomics and these principles, um, as well as worksite evaluations for those companies. Oh, I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, I didn't even know that that was something that, that you guys offered. So definitely a, a good note to get out there. Now, Amy, when it comes to, because I'm sure this is going to be a, a hot topic of discussion um, in mm -hmm. the workplace environment, but when it comes yeah. to workplace ergonomics, should the onus be on the employer or the employee to implement systems and products needed? Actually, Alex, that's a very good question. And our answer is actually it's a combined effort between the employer and the employee. Well, it is primarily the employer's responsibility to provide a workplace free from serious recognized hazards and comply with standards, rules, and regulations. Um, employers have to make sure that employees have and use safe tools and equipment and properly maintain this equipment. Companies should have resources such as um, health and safety policies and possibly an occupational safety department to ensure compliance and mitigation of a hazardous work environment. However, um, the employee also has to play his part by reporting any equipments that need to be repaired or changed, as well as suggest ways or equipments to make the work more efficient and safe. Um, employees are also responsible for identifying personal and environmental risk factors and communicating that to their supervisor or manager when they are encountering issues as a result of an ill-designed workspace. So as you can see, it is actually a, a really a combined effort. And obviously, um, you know, a, an employer can have all of the protocols in place, but the employee or the associate would then also have to follow those rules accordingly, right? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, in, I guess it, it comes down to even beyond that enforcement um, and, and follow up. And like you said, even going as far as perhaps having a, an occupational safety team, mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in, in the environment to kind of ensure that. Because I mean, obviously... You know, you can have the, the chair that has the ability to change into different positions and then you have somebody who has it, you know, reclined or has it too far forward or too far back. Mm -hmm. And, and if, they're in, if they're not using it properly, then obviously that's still, you still run into the same challenges. Yes, definitely. Um, as if you didn't have the proper equipment at all. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. So that, that ensuring that people are using the equipment properly is, is also a big part of it. And that's a part of the, um, where the onus falls on the, the, um, the individual staff member as well. Mm -hmm, definitely. Okay. So Zenovia, going back to you, what are some of the most common injuries that we're seeing now when it comes to workplace and ergonomics? So some of the common injuries that we've been seeing um, are slips and falls. Frequently patients come in with um, complaints of maybe um, wet floor or they slid while trying to sit on a chair or tripped over an obstacle mm -hmm. that was you know in the the in the way um, also being struck by or caught in moving machinery that has been um, a common injury as well vehicle related accidents um, and then we have our repetitive strain injuries. Um, so for example, you have your carpal tunnel syndrome, degenerative arthritis, herniated disc, might, that might be manifested um, by low back pain or neck pain. And then you have um, a collection of other 
um, inflammation to the tendons um, as well as to the nerves. Um, and that can also be, um, you know, a very common injury that we see within the department. Okay. Um, so obviously I imagine there are, there are services that we provide in treatment of those, those injuries, depending on what it is that someone is facing. Depending on what it is. Um, yeah. And it's important that, you know, you pay attention to these ergonomic principles um, because over time, um, the repetitive stress injuries or other soft tissue injuries really can limit, you know, your range of motion and reduce your muscle strength. And as a result, you are unable to perform your regular and routine daily activities as well as those tasks that are required for your, for your employment. Right. And I think that's, that's a critical thing to note, right? I think sometimes people would get the impression that, you know, if an employer is doing this, you know, they're, they're mostly concerned about your ability to continue working. And while that may be where the employer is coming from, you know, in our space, we're looking at it from the standpoint of you being able to, to continue to do regular life things um, for as long as possible. Because obviously you don't want to put yourself in a position where, you know, if you have some, some long-term strain or that sort of thing, and it affects your ability to, you know, go for a walk or play with your kids or your grandkids, you know, things like that. And I think that's kind of where our focal point comes in, right? Uh, as much as it is your ability to do work, it's it's more so about the things that happen outside of work, especially as, as people. So, Amy, I'm gonna come back to you. So how, how does this, these injuries that we're seeing, how does this translate into missed days and lower productivity levels? Um, let, give, let me give you like a little research. So according to the, U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics in 2009, musculoskeletal disorders um, are accounted for 29% of the injuries and illnesses resu resulting in days away from work. And in 2007, the part of the body most affected by work-related injuries was the trunk, so that includes the shoulder and the back. So the back mm -hmm. accounted for 20.4%, or one-fifth of all work-related injuries and illnesses, and required a medium of seven days away from work per hour accident or incident. Moreover, lower back pain affects an estimated 80% of the population, and that is according to the World Health Organization of 2003. So in the Bahamas, the above statistics is actually reflective of what we have been seen in practice, and it can lead to increased costs on the part of the employer because, for example, they have to pay for their sick leave, um, less revenue, less satisfaction on the clients, and if they are a company with have tangible, tangible end products, so it's also less quality and quantity. Mm, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and so I imagine, you know, what, what our, like I said, what our focus is, obviously, if we're, we're, we're working with individuals, it's to, you know, it is partly to get them back to work as quickly as possible, mm -hmm. um, which for the employer would be the benefit of, you know, uh, reducing the amount of um, time away from work, and especially depending, like you said, depending on what it is that you the, the field that you work in, there's a lot of potential challenges that comes from missed um, missed time. Because I think even like if you think about in our environment as a hospital, mm -hmm. you know, if we have people who have back injuries or shoulder injuries, these sorts of things, uh -huh. you know, that then comes back to the ability to to provide the best care possible because if we have people that miss, that's missing time. So I can see how, you know, the, the sequelae or the, 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 um, 
what comes out of having an injury and the need to resolve those properly, but also as quickly as possible becomes a, a pretty important role um, to play in that rehab space. Yes, Alexis, that's why uh, we believe that ergonomics is a very good investment for the employers and as well for the employees as well. It's really a good investment. You know, it's like the term or the cliche, like an answer of prevention is worth the pound of cure in the workforce. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that I think that's that's the key point for, you know, any any business owners or business managers that may be listening um, is that prevention is, 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 you know, usually less expensive than than the cure. Definitely. All right. So Zenovia, you know, wrapping up, we've expanded our rehab services to more locations um, in the past few weeks and months. So now we're located at the, the main location on Collins Avenue, which is number nine Collins Avenue, just up from the hospital. We're also located in the Cable Beach Shopping Center. Mm -hmm. And we're also moving and having um, opportunity for space in Carmichael Road. Yep. So what is now being offered specifically with regards to like ergonomics and occupational therapy um, in those spaces? Okay, so ergonomics is umbrellaed under the term vocational rehab or return to work rehab. So mm -hmm. inclusive of ergonomics, we also have um, a work conditioning program and the functional capacity evaluation that you can also have, um, pre-employment fitness and testing, um, mm -hmm. job site ergonomic evaluations, and injury prevention services that will all um, fall under our return to work rehab program. So once you reach out to Doctors Hospital, um, as you mentioned, the three locations um, above Carmichael Road, Collins Avenue, Cable Beach, and I, I'll leave the contact at toward the end. Um, mm -hmm. You can basically just have your physician um, write a referral um, stating which one of these components um, that you require as you return to work or if you have just sustained an injury and you're getting back to work. Um, as well as the HR department of your of where you you're employed, they can also mm -hmm. request that there is an ergonomic assessment made for you. Um, just give us a call at 302-4636 or 302-3340 and um, we will make that appointment. Okay. Um, so I guess as we wrap up, can you kind of just, I guess, go through um, any additional contact information that we may have for our listeners um, if they if they want to get more information about what we offer um, or if like it's an HR department that wants to know, you know, how they would go about requesting an assessment, that sort of thing. Can you just run our listeners through that process okay. and through that information? Okay, so I'll leave you with our contact once again. It's 302-4636 or 302-3340. You can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and it just involves um, a simple contact, a call, let, stating your request that you'd like to have a job site ergonomic evaluation, or you have an employee that requires a functional capacity evaluation. And this is also for our insurance companies as well. Um, and once that information is provided, it's, it's as simple as that. We can schedule you in. Um, and set a time and date when we can come to your establishment or if it or the service might require the employee coming to us 
um, for that service. Okay. All right. Um, and I guess just to kind of to, to, to plug a little bit further, the rehab department actually now has its own Facebook and Instagram page. So if you want to follow them specifically, you can search out Doctors Hospital Rehab um, on Facebook and Instagram, and you can give them a follow. And additionally, um, just want to mention that obviously as a part of, of the focal point on occupational therapy this month, uh, Zenobia is also the first person to write on our newly launched Doctors Hospital blog. Um, so congratulations on that, Zenobia. Thank but you. she wrote a, an interesting piece on ergonomics, specifically when it comes to working from home. Um, so be sure to check out um, either the Doctors Hospital Rehab Facebook page or the main Doctors Hospital Facebook page for a link to the blog post. Um, but you can read some more information about some of the stuff that we've discussed today and probably going a little bit more in depth and seeing some visuals that explain the 90-90 um, rule and all of those sorts of things that we've, we've talked about on the podcast. Um, so I know you guys are busy. Uh, obviously, we had to do this very early in the morning. So I want to say thank you for making some time in your busy schedule to come on the show today. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. I think very interesting and engaging conversation. Um, so thank you so much for, for being on the show today. Thank you for having us, Alexis. Yeah. Thank you for having us and have a great day. All right, you too. All right, so thanks again to Ms. Zenobia Neely and Ms. Amy Ator for coming on to the podcast today. Um, and for our listeners, as always, we invite you to like, comment, subscribe, and share. And we'll see you here next time on the Doctors Hospital Podcast. Doctors Hospital is proud to announce the launch of our Infusion Center. This center is available for patients in need of IV hydration and nutrition therapy, blood products, long-term antibiotics, and specialized medicines for a spectrum of diseases across multiple specialties, including rheumatology, dermatology, gastroenterology, and endocrinology. We also provide the latest in therapeutic options for COVID-positive patients. Why choose Doctors Hospital? We provide quality, highly specialized care with Doctors Hospital physicians and trained infusion nurses you can trust. Seamless medication approval through our pharmacy and registration services, a safe and comfortable environment, cost-saving benefits with copay waived on medications for insured LAMP members, payment plans for the uninsured, and immediate access to emergency services. We're located at the Luton Building on Daswell Street. For more information, contact us at 242-302-3323 or email us at infusioncenter at doctorshosp.com. Doctors Hospital, trusted and best care now. Isn't your health worth it?